Hey, Ramp Church, what about this view? We are in our vision 2021 chapter, and that's why I'm standing here in City Center in Beetham Tower. And there's just something about a long range view, isn't there? And that's what we're doing the past three weeks. Um, We've spent time looking ahead. What do we feel like God's called us to do? What's clarity on where we feel like he's calling us to go? And who's he calling us to be in this season? So I know so many of us are asking the questions, when are we gonna meet together in person? And what does that look like in the future? And so this is the message where I'm gonna address some of those things. But we're also right now in Ramp Church in the middle of a 21-day fast. We love to start each year with a time dedicated of prayer and fasting, seeking God to to get in tune with his heartbeat for our city, our own individual lives, but what's the purpose, God? And we're dreaming big here at Ramp Church and we need God's help with what we're dreaming about. So if you wanna stay connected to this 21-day fast, be sure to go to ramp.church. Um, right there on our homepage in, Man- in our Manchester location, you'll be able to sign up for updates. We're gonna keep prayer updates coming your way. Now, in just a few weeks, we're starting our next home group season here at Ramp Church. Um, I'm gonna share a bit more about that further on in the message, but I just wanted to put that on your radar. So you need to stay up to date. If you haven't yet signed up for email updates, definitely do that. Maybe you're new to watching Ramp Church online. Thank you for being a part of today's service and a very warm welcome to you. Be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching from and, uh, and turn your notifications on so every single thing that we put out here on Ramp Church Online, you get notified as, as, as soon as it comes out. So we, would, we love to bring life-changing, life-giving content your way. So let's get straight into what we feel like God is leading us into in 2021 as a church family. And I wanna read some scripture to you out of Acts chapter number one. We're gonna read through verses one through eight. And this is Jesus's kind of last little message that he gives to his early followers before he ascends into heaven. So these are some key, some key moments here where he's leaving his early followers with some, some insight and some instruction. So um, Luke, one of his early followers, is writing this, and he's talking about his first book, which uh, goes by the name of Luke. So the Gospel of Luke, and this is what Luke says. In the first book I wrote is what Luke is saying, O Theophilus, who's one of his benefactors, I've dealt with all that Jesus began, say began, began to do and teach. I love that phrase because it's wild. Luke's first book actually had Jesus's entire life. Uh, But from even before Jesus's life, Luke starts to write about some of his family members that were around in that day. And then he, he follows Jesus all the way to his resurrection. So we think that that's pretty much the totality of what Jesus did and taught. But here, Luke's second book, which really isn't about Jesus personally, it's about the life of the church. He's saying, in my first book, I dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. That's interesting. And I, think, I don't think that's an accident. I think what, what Luke's trying to say is, this second book that he's writing, which is the story of the church, 
is the continuation of Jesus's work and teaching in the earth. And the first thing I want us to, to, to think, Ramp Church, for 2021 is this is not just some kind of man's imagination on what we feel like would be good for our city, what we feel like would be good for our lives individually, but we're tapping into, I believe, the heart of God and the ministry of Jesus, the way he wants to bring healing and restoration uh, into our city, into our individual lives. And so we're we're continuing the ministry and, and, and the acts and the teaching of Jesus in Manchester and in whatever city that you're joining uh, us from on Ramp Church Online. So here's what Luke, Luke goes on to see, um, uh, goes on to say, Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up, after he'd given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he'd chosen, he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs. Jesus proved to his early followers, I know you saw me die, but I'm alive now. And I wanna tell you, Jesus is alive and well in Ramp Church and in our city today. So um, Jesus was then appearing to them during 40 days, speaking to them, about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise. That's always our posture, Ramp Church. We're waiting for the things that God has promised. The, the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they'd come together, they asked, the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, when will, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of of the earth. And Ramp Church, I love these circles of influence that Jesus identifies for his early followers. In Jerusalem, that's their, that's their immediate locale, but also in Judea, their region in Samaria, the wider, the, the, the wider area of the ancient Near East, and then to the ends of the earth. And he, then he just says the entire globe. And I feel like here at the beginning of 2021, we're standing in a similar place where there's a local work here in our hands, there's a global movement in our hearts, and we have a greater opportunity now to reach all the circles of influence that God's called us to reach in this time. So before I kind of get onto vision and five specific tools that I think God's given us to reaching uh, the cities that he's called us to reach and the places that he's called us to reach, I want to talk about three lessons I feel like we've learned in lockdown, three lessons from lockdown. And if there's anything that's gonna redeem a season of trial, a season of, of chaos at times and confusion, um, it's gonna be learning lessons through it. One of the ways I believe God redeems crisis and trial in our life is by, sh is by showing us I can use this for my purposes. So let's go into, as a church, what are three things that we feel like we can learn in lockdown? The first one is this, outward is better than insular. Outward is better than insular. You know, there's always two options when you go into any crisis mode. And the natural tendency that, that all of us have as humans when we go into a crisis or a trial is to turn insular. 
We start to think about our own. We start to think about my own needs, what, what I wished uh, was happening. And um, if there are any of those uh, toilet paper or, or baking flour hoarders among us, um, that's kind of what we do. We start to hoard, don't we? Well, that's why the, the shelves were empty in the grocery stores in the beginning periods of lockdown. And no shame on that. I'm just saying that's our natural tendency is to hoard, hoard, hoard. What do I need to meet my needs? But I'm telling you, Ramp Church, I've been amazed to watch you over the past 10 months or so because you haven't, instead of turning your eyes insular, you've turned your eyes outward. That 2020 was actually our greatest season as a community of giving to, the, to, to those around us, of serving those around us. We started our Brighten Up campaign, which was incredible. I wanna show you some photos from that campaign. Look at this one. So we, we were a part of, we, we partnered with um, several organizations. One is called Barnabas, who works in our city, uh, our city center here in Manchester to, to see the vulnerable and the homeless um, find uh, just a fresh life, fresh hope, and uh, get restored back into their lives. So we, we partnered with Barnabas to, to work in a warehouse, the main food distribution warehouse in city center that, that Manchester Council's been using to, to, to feed those in our city. But that, not only that, look at this. We also, many of you wrote um, messages to those that are in care homes, the vulnerable in our city who are really being impacted um, in a unique way by the pandemic and by the lockdown. And so people across our community, um, we had dozens and dozens of, of letters um, and cards that you guys drew just to send and brighten someone's day. Um, more teams also went and served in gardens throughout Manchester. It was incredible to see, uh, see these gardens transformed of people that, that really just needed some help and needed some help to, to, to clean their homes up the exterior of their home. And then we had teams go throughout city center to, to spread the message and the love of Jesus. We had people with gift baskets and gift bags to hand those out to people in need in city center, but also um, where there were, there were times where um, people would, um, po- the population would kind of increase in Piccadilly Gardens and in other areas, people would just be, be there in uh, gathering in city center. We had teams go down to, to share the love of Jesus, pray for people. We saw miracles happen there in the streets, words of knowledge, and we've continued to hear testimonies back from people's lives who were impacted there on the city streets. So, but not only did you serve in your outward focus, but you also gave. And look um, what you were able to do through partnering with Stratford Food Bank. You actually, Ramp Church, through this partnership, you helped to fund 2,378 meals in Stratford during lockdown. Incredible, incredible. I'm telling you, Instead of turning insular, you chose to turn your view outward. But, but that, that isn't it. And time doesn't allow me to dive into everything that your outward focus did during lockdown. But um, you, you also helped to address human trafficking in our city center, orphan care, and more. So well done. Huge round of applause, Ramp Church. And that's the first lesson I, I feel like that's, that we need to learn as a community from lockdown is... It's, it's better to look outward than it is to become insular in times of crisis. And I think Jesus said it best when um, we know that it's better to give than it is 
to receive. And you have proven that to be the case during lockdown. So that's, that's the first lesson um, that we can learn during lockdown. The second lesson that I feel like we've learned as a community during lockdown is our family is still growing. Our family is still growing, Ramp Church. And we're just a couple months past our third year birthday. Happy birthday, Ramp Church. Um, but, but we're not done growing. We are still growing. And church online, although it wasn't our first option, uh, it wouldn't have been our first option in March of 2020 to go, we're going we're gonna to close the doors and go online. We knew online was in our future, but God knew that, that it would be in our present a year ago, but we could have never imagined what would have happened when we went online. Now, there, was, there were, of course, struggles for, for those of us who remember what it was like to be in person with Ramp Church, but it opened up a whole new door for us. And this, this number is astounding, but we had an average of 1,700 people engaging um, in our content every single week, Ramp Church. It's, it's amazing. All throughout lockdown, that was our average every week. Um, and look at this. This stat is equally amazing. We had 33 hours of Ramp content that was viewed on average every day. So 33 hours of our content was watched by, by, by different people around the world every day. Our family is still growing. Ramp Church, in many ways, we are reaching more people than we ever have before. And just in case you forget that, that, these are, that these are just numbers and not people, I wanna read you a testimony that shows these aren't just numbers, these aren't, this isn't just data, these aren't just statistics. And um, I, I wanna read, and I, I've, I've taken some of uh, this message, I've shortened it a bit and taken taken the, uh, the sender out, but this person is now a part of Ramp Church. Um, but they sent us this message in the middle of lockdown. This is what they said. Firstly, I just want to say hello and thank you for your online services during this pandemic period. If I remember correctly, I think I came across you after watching the UK Blessing video on YouTube and conducting an online search for churches in Manchester. I looked at several, but felt immediately connected to Ramp Church Manchester. Although I grew up in rural England and attended a Church of England primary school, I am new to Christianity and learning about the life of Jesus. Every online service has touched me in some way. Interestingly, I've felt that every one of them was for me and answered some question or other that I was asking. I was quite dramatically moved to tears at the beginning of lockdown and now eager, eagerly absorb the word and worship with an open heart and mind. Thank you. I feel like I'm on the precipice of my understanding of surrendering to God, of actively cultivating a relationship with him and of living with faith and in service, all new beautiful concepts for me. I just wanted to share this and let you know you are touching people behind the scenes. Yours truly, Ramp Church. God's moving in this season. Our family is still growing and I, I want to lean into this moment to see what God is doing to reach more people like this person that wrote this testimony. So, um, so number two, our family's growing. The third lesson in lockdown is this. Priorities, patterns, and pace make the difference. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that again. Priorities, patterns, and pace 
make the difference. Shortly in the lockdown, we started talking about the importance. We really felt, Stacy and I really felt led to talk about the importance of our patterns, our priorities, and our pace. And I wanna tell you more than anything, I think what has stood out to me about this period of lockdown is to see the, the, the part of our community that's leaned into that word and the way that they found a source in the Holy Spirit and a source in community that is such a distinction to the world around us. I think God is, Ramp Church, God is calling us to be really intentional about what we're prioritizing in this season, what we prioritize in lockdown, the pace of our lives, and the patterns that we're building our lives off of. I'll give you an example. I think before lockdown, I love, of course, our Sunday services, and I cannot wait to resume our in-person gatherings. But in many ways, our, our, our church experience was, was completely built around that Sunday gathering. And although we had other spaces, the Sunday gathering, and we were kind of Sunday-centric. And one of the lessons that I've loved learning through lockdown is how we can pull our church life, our community life, into Monday through Saturday and not just Sunday. And the benefits I've seen from that are astounding. It's been incredible to watch how people have found, this is what I've continued to, to hear, deeper relationships. They've, they've met more people and they've enjoyed serving in new ways in Ramp Church in lockdown than even before. And that is something we felt God drawing us to even before lockdown, but it's like lockdown accelerated that. And that's one of the lessons that we've, we can learn in lockdown. Priorities, patterns, and pace make a difference. And there's something that God was even showing Stacy and I in this lockdown period was he wanted us to stop and let him work in our lives in a fresh way. And if you remember, Stacy spoke a message on the pace of Jesus, that the pace of Jesus is patience. And if we're following him, then we need to match our pace with Jesus's pace. And Jesus's pace and pattern prioritizes rest, it prioritizes serving, it prioritizes giving, it prioritizes Sabbath, and these moments where we can get in tune with God and really sense what is he saying to us? How is he leading me? And I, I've realized that, that in this season, that one of the greatest gifts that God's given us is not, not the gift to accelerate, but the gift to stop. And I think in lockdown, this, this season of stopping at times has actually given God a fresh window into our lives to reveal what, what really he needed to reveal to get us to the next, the next level. And one of those is is let's, let's get a new pattern for the way we engage in life. And can, can I share a hard truth that God showed me that I wanna share with you today? And this, this is difficult to swallow, but I just wanna encourage you, uh, I, I feel like it, it, uh, it was hard for me first. And so now I'm, I wanna share this with you. And this is the principle, your pace matters. But this is something I feel like the Holy Spirit has been showing me in the lockdown period. If you're too busy to commit to church, you may be too busy to follow Jesus. I'm gonna say it again. If you're too busy to commit to church, you may be too busy to follow Jesus. Here's one of the things I've learned in this season, one of the lessons from lockdown, is that because Jesus has a pace, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna accurately and properly follow him, I've gotta get behind him in the pace he's moving. And sometimes life gets so busy, it gets so full, that I feel like I'm trying to squeeze Jesus, my Jesus following in at a certain slot. 
And I think before lockdown, maybe some of us were trying to do that on a Sunday morning. It's like, oh, you know, I show up late and I leave early, but I don't really have time for home groups or serving outside of that or giving. There's just no margin in my life to fit Jesus in. And I think there is actually a pace that we can operate in life that put that puts us out of alignment with Jesus and we're just kind of asking him, hoping that he would interrupt us, but he's not gonna do that. He's asking us to get in alignment with him and his pace. And sometimes that doesn't mean more things in our life. It means less. It means saying no to, to, to more things in our life so we can say yes to Jesus, so we can say yes to church family, so that we can say yes to giving, so that we, so we can say yes to community. If you're too busy to commit to church, you may be too busy to follow Jesus. Jesus has a pace. Let, I, I, I'm reminded of a story of a family in Ramp Church who they made the decision to actually limit the amount of activities, extracurricular activities and outside of school activities their kids were involved in because they wanted as a family to commit more time to their, to their faith family. I think that's a beautiful vision. It's a beautiful example of what it means to get our pace in alignment with, with Jesus's pace. My heart for you is that, is that church wouldn't add more to your life, but as you get your pace in alignment with Jesus, you would actually find out that less is more in life, that you would, you would want to trim to stop to let God get into your world in a fresh way. So your pace matters. So three lessons from lockdown. Outward is better than insular ramp church. And we have to understand that our priorities, our patterns, and our pace matters. And our family is still growing. Now, we have big dreams for 2021. And there are five, five different areas that I want us to invest in this season that I feel like God's identified that what he wants to do through our community is going to happen in these five areas. I, I was reminded as, as I thought about these five areas of when David went out to fight Goliath that the Bible says that he picked up five smooth stones out of the brook. And Ramp Church, I feel like these are our five smooth stones that God's given us to attack this year with fresh fervor and fresh vision. And the first, the first one of these stones that I feel like God's given us is this. Number one, gatherings. Gatherings. We're gonna continue our Sunday gatherings. This is the pillar kind of in our weekly rhythm as a church. It's where we gather together to, to, to experience the word, experience worship, and experience the spirit. And that is the focus of these services, word, worship, and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And we're gonna continue these services, and we're gonna continue them in two ways. Um, we're gonna continue them in person and online. And so for those of you who are a part of our online community, maybe you've just joined Ramp Church in the middle of this pandemic. So you've never experienced Ramp Church in person? Not to worry. We're gonna continue Ramp Church online. And there are even those of you that are part of our church family that aren't in this exact locale, even people from nations besides the UK. We want to continue to invest in the vision of Ramp Church and in your life because we feel like God's connected us for this time and this season. And you are a part of Ramp Church just as much as if you lived here in this city. That's our online congregation. And 2021, the year ahead, we're gonna continue to invest in Ramp Church online. And, and there's gonna be an just, just as rich of an experience for those that are engaging online as for those in person. You're just as much a part of our 
church family. But we're also in 2021. Thank you, Jesus. We're gonna start in-person gatherings and we're gonna continue to stay in, in really in touch with government guidelines on when and how we're to start in-person gatherings in a safe way. But there are a, f- a few things that are really essential for us to get that started. Number one, we need the right venue space. So you can continue to pray for us about that. Our teams are tirelessly looking for the right space for us to host these in-person gatherings. But also, we need a volunteer army. And it takes a volunteer army week in, week out to to maintain the the weekly rhythm of in-person gatherings. I'm going to talk more about that in a bit. So gatherings, that's a huge part. It's one of our smooth stones that we're going into 2021 with. And word Spirit and worship, Um, that's what these online and in-person gatherings in 2021 are all about. Number two, communities, Ramp Church communities. So we have Ramp Church gatherings, Ramp Church communities. Now, Ramp Church gatherings, like I said, word, worship, and the ministry of the Holy Spirit, but they aren't really our space where community um, and relationships are formed and facilitated. Now, some of you maybe who, who remember Ramp Church before lockdown, maybe that in-person gathering is where you touched base with people. Well, we're really, really trying to shift and working to shift the center of our relational life into in, our Ramp Church communities. And why? Because Sunday mornings aren't really, it's not really made to facilitate the depth of relationship needed that we feel like God has for you. And we know that life change happens in the context of relationships. So that's why we've created Ramp Church Communities. Now, we've been calling these home groups in in the, the, the months past, but we're renaming these communities. And the reason is, is because we're expanding what Ramp Church home groups are to include more things. And Ramp Church communities are all about relationships, equipping, and your spiritual gifts. Relationships, equipping, and your spiritual gifts. Relationships is the center. And our our mission for our Ramp Church communities is to foster significant Jesus-centered relationships. It is life on life discipleship. It's doing life with one another. It's meeting needs. It's praying for each other. Um, but it's also equipping where we're, we're putting tools in each other's hands to then go out into the mission uh, that, that God sent us to in this city that God sent you to in your own family, your own workplaces, and to, to bring the message and the love of Jesus in that place. But it's also a place to, to activate and utilize your spiritual gifts. You need to be hearing from God for one another. You need to be um, giving words of knowledge and wisdom, praying for healing over one another. That's where the spiritual gifts come alive is when you start to minister to one another. And then as outreach teams, you minister to the city around us. So here's, here's, what's in, here's what is involved in our Ramp Church communities. We have general groups, which are, that's what our home groups have been. It's just general groups, and most of our groups are gonna be that. But we also have groups that are specifically for men, specifically for women. We're also in 2021 adding marriage and family groups with content focused on strengthening marriages and family in our communities. We have youth um, communities. We have outreach groups. And then we have, we have next steps group. We already have a new here group, but we're adding an alpha group in 2021 to be able to create a space where those that are fresh to faith 
um, can find uh, the beginning steps in their walk with God. So excited about these new communities in Ramp Church. So number one, we have gatherings. That's the space where the word and worship and the spirit. And then number two, we have Ramp Communities. And these are the place where we get together midweek to encourage each other, grow deeper in relationships, stir up our spiritual gifts and get equipped for the mission that God's given us. And number three, what's our third smooth stone? Prayer, prayer. Prayer is a huge part of our culture here at Ramp Church, and we're just gonna continue to increase and even amp up our corporate prayer times. Now, these happen right now all in virtual spaces, and I love it, I love it. But as you guys know, prayer meetings at Ramp Church are are not just an hour or 30 minutes or two hours, however long the, the, the space is, of just prayer. They're a time where generally somebody comes with a word, maybe a devotional, but also it's a time where people release the things that they're hearing from God. Some of the things that we're praying into now as a church family, some of the things that we're believing for God about our building, about our future building, about our future vision, you heard from God in your spirit in, in one of our corporate prayer meetings. So this is the place, if you feel like you have a prophetic gift that you wanna release words from God, these, this is the space to do it. This is the space to stand in between our current reality and what we know God's promised us to pull those two worlds together, Ramp Church. We have prayed more in this past year through virtual prayer meetings than we ever did before. And I want to encourage you, those of you who have never engaged in one of our online prayer spaces, that this is the year. 2021 is the year for you to step in to that space. Maybe you're brand new to prayer. Maybe you're brand new to corporate prayer. It's okay. It's okay for you to come and not even pray, but just be a part of, of the meeting, just to have your, have your Zoom on and, and listen to, to the, the ministry of prayer that people are, are, are releasing God's will and God's word over our lives. And this is, this is what I know will happen in your life, you'll start to see things shift as God uses you to God, God uses you to declare his will in the earth. And this is something that I love about prayer. Our dreams are so big at Ramp Church, they require God's involvement. Why do we pray? This is why we pray. We pray because our dreams are bigger than our own abilities. Our dreams are bigger than our own gifts, our own insight, our own intellect. So we have to pray because we believe that God wants to do the impossible through us, through you and I. And so that's why prayer is essential. So number one, we have gatherings. Two, we have ramp church communities. Three, we have the ministry of prayer. And then four, we have giving, the ministry of giving. I, I, where do I even get that phrase, ministry of giving? Well, I, I stole it from Paul, and I love this verse in 2 Corinthians. Two good things will result from this. This is Paul, a church leader, encouraging his church. Two good things are gonna result from this ministry of giving. Paul called giving a ministry, and I love that. And this is what he says the two things are gonna come. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met. So you're gonna meet practical needs through your giving and ramp church, like I've already talked about, we've met more practical needs in the past 12 months than we ever have before. But second to that, when those practical needs are met, the people in Jerusalem, they'll also joyfully express their thanks to God. Their needs are gonna be met and then they're gonna worship. Their needs are gonna be met and then we're gonna worship. What's your ministry of giving doing? It's fueling practical needs being met, but then it's, it's, it's fueling people's eyes and hearts being turned to God to worship him, to give him the glory and the honor that he deserves. And our giving is, is, is two ways. 
it's, it's about our own it's about our own life of generosity and looking more like God. And it's about meeting needs and, and, and getting God the worship that he deserves. To, to me, I love this principle about 2020. 2020 in our ministry of giving is proof that we're better together. There's no way that all by myself, I could have, I could have fed, uh, I could have given out over 2,000 meals in Manchester. There's no way that you all by yourself. But together, when we pool our resources, we can, we can meet needs for the homeless. We can help um, intervene in human trafficking. We can help give to the cause of orphan care. We can see meals, thousands of meals given out in our city. Together, we're better in the ministry of giving. And I want to encourage you in, in, to continue to give, not, not for me or for, or, or, or for us at Ramp Church, but so that we can see the ministry of God extend in our city. We can see this vision come to pass. But I also want you to step into the ministry of giving because I know the way that it benefits your own life. There's nothing like being fully dependent upon God, utterly dependent upon the one who can provide everything you need. And so here's, here's what I wanna encourage you in your own giving life. Our ministry of giving, and this is, this is some of you, you've never really stepped into the ministry of giving before. Well, I want you to do this number one. I want you to start with something. Start with something. Nobody's judging how much you're giving now. It's not even about an amount, really. It's about a heart posture and who's your provider. And when you start to realize, God gives me everything I need, that's when you step in to something. You start with something. And maybe you've already started giving and you're giving here and there and giving maybe little bits when you, when you, when just kind of the feeling hits you. Well, I want you to take that next step, stretch that something to a dedicated tithe. And tithe is a biblical word. It literally means 10%. And there's no law around this. This isn't legalism. I'm not, God's not forcing us to, to give tithe or we're not gonna go to heaven or he's gonna punish us. It's not about that. It's an opportunity for us to step into the provision that God wants to give and into the joy of giving and meeting needs around us. So if you've started with something, take that next step. This Maybe 2021 is the year where you stretch to tithe. You stretch to that 10%. You go, God, I'm gonna trust you in this way. And Malachi, the book of Malachi, the prophet Malachi writes, he says, to test God in this and see that he doesn't open up the windows of heaven on your behalf and provide everything that you need when you do what? When you stretch to the tithe. I wanna encourage you to do that in 2021. But maybe you have you maybe you've, you're up, you've already been in the place where you've stretched the tithe. I want to then encourage you into this next place, which is beyond tithe. It's beyond that basic, that, that, that entry level kind of giving. And that's maturing into generosity. What does it look like for you to give the same way God gave? Where God gave abundantly. He gave his most valuable prize to see us be able to be restored in relationship back to him. He gave his own Son, that's the next step. So some of you in 2021, you're going, you know what, we've been faithful in tithing. We've seen God provide. We've seen him show up when we didn't think, we didn't think there was any other way and he's shown up. Well, now let's mature into that place of generosity. So we have gatherings this year. It's one of our smooth stones that we're gonna swing at this giant that God's put before us. We also have communities, Ramp Church communities. Um, then we're, we're gonna uh, also enter into more prayer than we ever have before and the ministry of giving. And then finally, this is our last smooth stone this year, serving. The ministry of serving Ramp Church. And this is about internal serving inside of our church family, but it's also about 
external serving. And one of the things I love the most about the past 12 months is the way, Ramp Church, that you've engaged in the needs of our city. And that's been through Brighten Up, what we've called Brighten Up campaigns. And Brighten Up teams will be serving in Manchester every month in 2021, every month. And I cannot wait to, to, to release those projects that you're gonna be involved in to be able to serve our city. And the good news is, as our, as our church family's growing online to people outside of the Manchester locale, you'll be able to be a part of these serve days in different ways. You can give, you can pray, um, and you can even serve some needs in, in the locale that, that you're a part of. But let's be committed this year, Ramp Church, to brighten up Manchester. We wanna be the message and the light of God in our city. And there's something incredible that happens in the lives of people when they see others who are giving of themselves, that Isaiah 58, we're spending ourselves for the benefit of others. Not just, not just sending finances, that's good, but not just doing that, but actually spending our own lives, our own gifts, our own time, our own effort to see the needs of others met in our city. I believe there's gonna be an incredible movement of God on the back of us choosing and committing to brighten up Manchester. But the other thing we're gonna do is we're gonna serve internally. And this is getting back to our in-person gatherings. Now, we're a portable church here at Ramp Church Manchester. We don't have our own facilities. We're continuing to pray for our own facilities. But, but we know that in this season that God's blessed us and graced us to be able to set up church and tear down church every single week. We've been meeting at Stratford Grammar School in the past, and if that's the place that God has us in the future, that's where we're gonna be. But we want wherever he has us in, in, in that regard. But before we went into lockdown, I don't know if you're ready for this number, Ramp Church, we had the 96 of you, 96 volunteers on a rota to make Sunday mornings happen. And so because we wanna start in-person gatherings um, again here, in 2021, we're gonna have to rebuild those volunteer teams. So this, this is our goal right here. We, we need 100 volunteers. We need 100 of you to say, hey, sign me up. I wanna be a part of making uh, in-person gatherings again at Ramp Church happen. And for some of you, that's gonna be in, in, our, in hospitality and, and showing the love of Jesus, greeting people as they come in the door, getting them, getting them a cup of coffee. Some of you's gonna be parking cars in the car park. Some of you's gonna be um, playing in, in, in our bands and, and part of the creatives who are doing lights and sound in production. Some of you are gonna show up early and what we call set a table for our city by literally setting up a stage, setting up chairs. Some of you are gonna be pouring in the lives of kids and young people who, um, because of the social distancing required, we need more kids workers than ever before um, because of the way those numbers work out. So really, we need 100 volunteers before we can really even consider in-person gatherings again. So we're praying for that venue. Continue to press in and pray with us about that. But we also, and this is, this is what I'm asking you today, Ramp Church, I wanna ask you to step up and serve. And just, in just a minute, there's gonna be a QR code that's gonna come on the screen and the link um, where you, it's gonna take you straight to the volunteer form. And this is what I want you to do today. I want you to put that hand in the air digitally by signing up and going, hey, make me one of those 100 volunteers. You'll be able to, ch to check right there. It, it literally takes less than two minutes to fill out. You fill out the form, tick the box next to the area that you're willing to serve in. And when we get to this number ramp, church, we will have all we need 
to, to, to resume in-person gatherings. Now, if we had our own building, that number would be lower because we just roll in and turn the lights on. But because we're portable, and I believe God's ordained that for this season for us so we can do it. We have all we need to, 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 to accomplish what God's given us this year. But this is, this is our goal to really make this happen. A hundred volunteers. And I, I read some research recently that I want to share with you. Now, we know that serving is a part of God's plan so that he gives us, um, that he satisfies us deeply in a spiritual need. But there's also been some science that's backed up how beneficial serving is to us. So maybe some of you are fighting loneliness or or maybe even a darkness in this season. Look, look at what just serving alone. This is the this is a journal of social science and medicine. They published this, okay? Um, a, a secular study says a person who volunteers more than monthly, so more than just once a month, but less than weekly, so not, not every week, but more than once a month, they're 12% more likely to report being very happy. Anybody wanna be very happy? Put me on that list. But look at this, if you, if you volunteer every week, a person who volunteers weekly is 16% more likely to report being very happy. It does something in us. It's almost like the Bible's right when it says it's better to give than to receive. And that's what science is backing this up. Volunteering weekly, look at this, they're comparing this to how much money you make and the happiness that that brings. Volunteering weekly is like moving from an income of less than $20,000 to an income between $75,000 and $100,000. Did you just that's that's science is saying the same level of happiness that's measured in an increase from making less than twenty thousand a year to making between seventy five and hundred thousand a year that's the same thing that happens just by volunteering just by serving weekly just by giving because God knows that when I start to give something happens on the inside of me it's tapping into that God nature in you that heart that wants to give generously and it's it's just like Proverbs tells us those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Let's step into this opportunity, Ramp Church. Let's return to in-person gatherings on Sundays, these gatherings where we're we're hearing from the, the word of God, we're getting to worship corporately, but we're also experiencing the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and let's serve our way back into that. Will a hundred of you today, come on, I know this, 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 this can happen in, in just a matter of minutes. We get a hundred of you that say, hey, sign me up to help serve. Sign me up to help, to help set up, pack down at the end of services and to set a table for our city. So what are we seeing as a result of all of this? I want to just tell you three things, three dreams in our heart. I'm doing this in closing. Three dreams. The first thing we're dreaming about for Manchester's spiritual awakening in the church I see, a, I see a church in this city, starting with Ramp Church, starting with our own, because God always starts here at home, doesn't he? But a church just vibrant, full of life, full of the, the, the life of the Spirit. I see a church alive with the, the, the heart of God for our city, alive with prayer and worship and a passion for the Word. I see a church that's fully awake, living in the presence of God. 
Number two, this is what I see. I see radical discipleship among younger generations. You know, history tells us that revival is in the heart of the young generations. Uh, All throughout history, revivals, historical awakenings, historical cultural renewals have started with the young generations. And young generations in Manchester, I wanna tell you, we are praying for you. We are fighting for you. We are with you. And we believe that the next move of God is in your hearts. And we wanna tap into that in this city to see a move of God in our city. And then lastly, we will, I, I, I'm just believing for a widespread movement of faith in our city. I believe that Ramp Church, that we're meant to be a part of a widespread movement of salvation in our city. That, right, that historically and right now, less than 1% of greater Manchester is engaged and committed in a Jesus-centered Bible-believing church, less than 1%. But I'm believing that through our efforts, Ramp Church, we can push into the cultural tipping point where between, where anywhere north of 5% of the population starts to influence culture on a widespread, widespread movement. I wanna be a part of that, Ramp Church. I wanna be a part of seeing that happen in our city. Let's believe with me that we can be a part of this answer. Now that, that slide's gonna come up with that QR code. You can, you can go straight there at ramp.church forward slash MCR forward slash serve ramp.church slash mcr slash serve. And you can say, hey, I wanna be a part of helping in-person gatherings start back at Ramp Church. Thank you so much for being a part of this dream and a part of this vision. I wanna pray for you as we close and we're gonna go back in to worship and sing together to close out the service. Father, thank you for your dreams for this city. Thank you, Father, for every person you've placed inside of our faith family, that you have a purpose, a unique individual purpose, but you've also given us a shared vision, something we're meant to carry as a community, that you've given us promises. Father, you've given us uh, uh, abundance of gifts inside of our faith family and resources, financial, time, and energy that we're meant to spend ourselves on behalf of the needy in our city. And I pray, Father, that 2021 would be our greatest year yet. More fulfilled vision, more lives given to the cause of Christ, more people finding life-giving hope in Jesus this year than we've ever seen before. In Jesus' name, amen.